all, the, the team is uh, coming up on stage. Um, for those of you who maybe have not met me, uh, my name is Ben, and I am the uh, youth director here at uh, the church. And uh, every year, except for two years because of COVID, um, the high schoolers go on a deputation trip. Uh, and typically we have a uh, rotation where we do uh, every three years something different, and then we cycle that through. So usually it is an international trip, a national trip, and a local trip, and then we restart and do international, national, local. Uh, so our last trip prior to COVID was our international trip where we went to Roatan in 2019, and the plan was then to um, do a local trip, so local, national, international, and that's, that's kind of our cycle. Um, and so we had scheduled a trip for here in Washington uh, in, to Yakima, uh, and then COVID came, and we had to scrap everything, as a lot of us did, and so when it came time for us to go, hey, we can do this again, how exciting, um, we said, let's just pick up where we left off, um, but it turns out we'd lost a lot of momentum, and so we said, you know, what can we do to kind of um, recharge uh, and get excited again about the opportunity to go and be a blessing, and so I was talking with Steve Critchlow over the phone, um, and uh, he came up with an idea. It's his idea. Uh, I just kind of tweaked it um, and called it a progressive mission trip, um, where instead of going to one place for five, six, seven, eight days, we're going to go all around the state uh, from place to place, partnering in different locations with different organizations and churches. Uh, and so that's what we did. So uh, it ended up being a lot more logistics, um, which is not my strength. Um, but these guys uh, made it work, and uh, our hosts, which you're going to hear about, uh, some of the organizations and partnerships that we had, um, were just phenomenal in helping us uh, succeed. Uh, and so this is the team. There were 13 students and five adults. We've got a few people who are uh, missing just because of vacations. It's summertime. I'm glad that um, none of you have lives outside of church, so thank you for being here. <laughs> thank you for getting my humor. Um, but uh, we're excited to be able to share this morning about uh, what our experience was. So uh, to start off with, um, I'm, I'm just going to ask questions, uh, and they are going to um, share with you, with us, um, the answers to the questions that I ask. All right? Um, thank you. Thank you, Josh. Uh, so uh, I'm just going to sit here because that's more comfortable. Um, could... Um, and don't forget to share your name, um, but can uh, somebody share uh, with us, what did we do on, on the trip? Okay, we're going to go down there, and then it'll come back over here.
baseball t-shirts, um, so they wouldn't have to pay a fine. Then the group older than 16 went to Gateway Medical Alliance and repackaged medical supplies. Anybody else want to add anything? Anything else that we we did? I mean, yeah, so uh, as, as you heard from uh, Jackie and, and Sarah, um, we moved around a lot, went to a lot of different places. Um, and what I, what I heard, and just to, to kind of put it in our minds, uh, we partnered with, let's see, Engaged Church, which hosted us in Spokane, Cup of Cool Water, the teen shelter, City Gate, the adult shelter, um, Moses Lake Presbyterian Church that hosted us in Moses Lake, um, and somebody needs to unpack maybe more about just the difficulty that was the RV. Um, but uh, then Issaquah Christian Church, then Kent Hope, which is an organization of the Union Gospel Mission, uh, and then Gateway Medical Alliance. So was that like seven organizations or, or partnerships that we had? Awesome. So in the midst of doing all of, of that, um, what do you think, what, what are some of the things that... Um, Maybe you learned through the process, through the trips, through the organizations. What did you What did you learn? Hello, I'm uh, Michael Barnes, and I would say that we one of the days we most learned stuff was on Thursday, because uh, in the morning we had a presentation that was done by one of Ben's friends on the homeless population in Seattle and surrounding areas, and uh, they came to talk like. The prepare us for the Kent Hope Day, and they're talking about how one of the best ways to get people off the streets and stay off the streets is by making connections with them that they can rely on if they ever need stuff. So um, we were told, to like, when we go to this barbecue that we were setting up, uh, just focus on trying to make connections that are true and genuine. Uh, some s statistics that he gave us were. Seattle was the 18th largest city in the U.S., but it was the third largest uh, homelessness with the first in density. So it's a, it was a pretty bad, bad problem. Um, there was 40,000 people estimated to be homeless, but just not having a secure home to be in. So they were jumping house to house, sleeping in cars and stuff while uh, 12,000 were living on the streets with absolutely nowhere to sleep. Hey, so my name is DJ Dai, and um, following the presentation and training that we were given on Thursday morning, uh, we went to Kent Hope, which is a emergency uh, women's children's shelter, uh, where we hosted a barbecue and um, hung out with the kids, tried to build relationships. And one of the most impactful things that we learned there was the like unrestrained godly love that all those children have, you know. They're not jaded by society yet. They have no implications as to what the world is like. Even though they're in one of the less fortunate stances, they were so ready to just give and receive so much love. They the moment we walked in, all they wanted to do was hang, play. They started a game of tag. A lot of people were giving piggyback rides. It was just an extremely emotional and wonderful event. So it was super fun. 
Yeah, and I'll just I'll just add to that. Um, where uh, Kent Hope is is situated, uh, right on, if you've been to Kent, Covington area, it's right on the hill down into downtown Kent, uh, and it's just a converted old house uh, that they've turned into a shelter, and so it's a tiny little driveway, driveway. Um, and I'd, I'd been there once before um, when I used to live over on that side of the state, um, but it had been a while, and so I dropped the kids off, and then there's not parking there, so I had to go around, um, and so I just leave the kids, essentially, um, to say, hey, go into the back and, and, and get started. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll be honest, um, I was probably the most nervous for that event because um, we were the ones who were really running everything. Um, they were just providing the space. Um, and now I'm leaving them to go park the vehicle and whatnot. Um, and when I came back, I mean, these guys were just going crazy. Um, playing tag, just, it, it was obvious that um, there was something special that was that was happening. It was really awesome to to see. Anything else um, maybe learned? Anyone else want to share? All right. Um, so with what we did and, and what we, we learned, some things just stood out, whether because of how impactful they were or maybe because of how um, maybe humorous uh, they were. Um, but what are some of the things that um, stood out to you on this trip? Hi, my name is Nathan Grover. Um, on Monday, uh, we went to Cup of Cool Water, the teen um, homeless shelter. And I was really surprised um, when we went in there by just like, it was obvious that the people who work there and the people who donate had just put so much in that place. They had like this little like gym area, they had cots, there was a little cafe. Um, they offered things like guitar lessons and art lessons and it was, it was, really cool to see how much people are just given and their time and their money so this place could thrive. Um, the two um, main workers there that we interacted with and did outreach with were, it, it was really cool to see it. they connected with the youth in a way that um, <laughs> we couldn't, but they just knew how to respond to the youth. They knew how to engage and connect. So that was really cool. Hi, I'm Brandon Kinnaker. And something that stood out to me while on the trip was throughout the whole week, we met lots of different people. And some of them looked a little bit scary. But if you got to know them, they're actually quite nice and easy to be around. But from circumstances in their lives, they just looked a little different and scary. But they're actually great people. And that was really nice to see. Kind of goes back to, uh, or yeah, give it to Julian. Kind of goes back to what um, Michael was saying about the need for connection, right? Just being treated as a fellow human uh, and having relationship matters. So yeah, great job. Uh, my name's Jillian McBride. And I think one thing that kind of stood out to me was that while we were you know, serving all of these people, we, we started to make connections to some of them. I actually, at the women's and children's shelter was one of the only people who was able to talk to one of the adults. And it was, it was honestly kind of cool to just interact with her like that, and just getting that sense of humanity and just learning a little bit about herself. And also, I also served coffee at the homeless shelter in Spokane, and it was just amazing for me to see how polite everybody was who just wanted to get a cup of coffee and just some food. And it, it was honestly really heartwarming to, to experience. 
Yeah, and then um, when um, we were serving the food, um, uh, it was uh, so Jillian and Raymond um, and Lizzie, right? Um, and then Courtney and Ellie and I, um, and just the opportunity to see all these these people. Everybody else had gone back upstairs to do, um, or downstairs to do some cleaning, and just a few of us got to actually serve uh, food for for the adults. And just the opportunity to to say hi, how are you today? Um, and and Courtney, who's not here, she's um, gone on a, on a trip. Um, just did a great job. I just heard her all, you know, all the time, just you know, uh, giving a smile, saying you know hi, just asking, and just they appreciated you know that so much. There was one lady who came through the line um, and just said she wasn't referring to us specifically, but was referring to the, the organization CityGate. She said, if it wasn't for you, I would be dead. Um, and so just to hear that and to have the kids be able to hear that was, uh, was really impactful, and, and, and it definitely stood out. So, Anyone else? One of the most funny things that happened on the trip was at Kent's Hope, one of the little kids there said the Pledge of Allegiance as a prayer. <laughs> it was so cute and so funny. I was, I was very surprised. <laughs> so, um, Sherry uh, started us last week uh, in this series, Blessed to be a Blessing. You see the, the box there next to, to Jackie that she used last week. Um, Jackie, would you actually lift that lid for me? Um, blessed to be a, a blessing. Um, great job. So, this for August, we're talking about what does it look like, what does it mean for us to both be blessed um, because God has blessings that he wants to pour out upon us, um, but not just so that we can um, hold on to them, so that we can hoard them. Um, my old boss, um, who these guys all met, um, I refer to him as my church mom, um, used to say that, that God's blessing is not a cul-de-sac, it's a through street. Um, we don't want to just collect it for us. Um, but it's important, though, that we receive blessing because you can't give what you don't have. Uh, and so my, my question for you guys is how do you feel like through the process, everything from the beginning of, of meetings and overnighters and retreats to the actual experience, do you feel like um, you were blessed? Hi, my name is Lizzie Maxwell, and um, throughout the whole process, we've met so many people, and not just that, we got to experience each other and get to know each other more, and having all of that and that opportunity to hear those stories that they so generously shared with us, and to really just feel the love that they give, even though they don't have to, is amazing, because they've been through so much, and they still give so much love. And I think having that experience and being with all these people has been such a blessing, and it's an amazing opportunity to have. Um, I'm Cassidy, and adding on to that of being in certain places and having seeing these people go through so much and so like have it be so impactful in their life, and they're still willing to accept God and know that they are loved and love like almost everyone that they meet um 
And being able to share those small, little, like, 10-minute conversations was such a blessing. And um, also just, like, and um, processing it was, like, not what I thought it would be. Like, it's been a month now, and it's like I still can't wrap my head around that we actually went out and did all this. <laughs> but it, it was an amazing experience, and it was, like, yeah, it was eye-opening to see and hear people's stories and meet kids who have been through so much and are just literally filled with joy and energy. <laughs> oh, too much energy, a little bit, I will say. <laughs> a little bit of too much energy. <laughs> but, it, yeah, it was great. I will... Um I will say there was one night uh, in particular for me that um, it was Wednesday night. We were uh, in Issaquah. We'd just gotten back from um, kind of doing, you know, youth group at the park um, and then dinner with my church mom and his family um, who hosted us there. Uh, and it was his church that we were staying as we're back at the church. Um, and there's just some things to process. Um, we've got, you know, the, um, the women and children's shelter in the morning. Um, and there were a couple of students who just needed to process some things. Uh, and so um, a little bit before, we, we had a, a normal nightly um, kind of get together where we would talk about the day, where we would uh, look over, you know, and respond to the, the morning devotions that we had, give each other affirmations of what we saw doing good. Um, and then, you know, be done by about, you know, 10 o'clock or so so that we could begin the process for, for going to bed. And so I'd had some processing uh, before that and then some processing after that that um, with a couple students who just needed to, to kind of share. Um, and, you know, it's, you know, after midnight now that I'm, I'm finally getting to, to bed with an early morning. Um, and I... Texted Mandy. Uh, she saw it in the morning, um, but I texted her and said, "You know, like I'm, I'm tired. It's, it's been a long day. We've got a long morning, but right now I feel so alive. Like these kids feel like like I'm blessing them, but what they don't realize is how much this actually blesses me. Um, so just thank you for being a blessing to me. Um, it's a blessing to be able to bless." Um, one of the things that we, uh, that we named, um, my, my friend, uh, Devin, who was the, the pastor at Engage Church that hosted us in Spokane, um, he shared with us on Sunday night, um, two questions. We kind of ran with those questions all throughout the trip. Uh, and that was, how are you going to be used by God? And then how is God going to grow you? God grows us, we're, we're blessed. We're used by God to be a blessing. So my next question is, how do you feel like God got to use you? How do you feel like others got to be blessed because of you, because of this group and what we did? Uh, so I'm Mackenzie, and so on Tuesday when we were at City Gate, my group, I was upstairs the entire time. And all we did was we cleaned. And these are apartments that are given to people who had been living on the streets. These are adults. They've, most of them had been on the streets before being adults too. And even some of them had just, it was a new thing for them. And this was giving them an opportunity to have a roof over their head and somewhere stable 
so that they can figure out the rest of their chaos, because life is chaos. And so being able to go through and clean all that for them, we carpet, we shampooed the carpets, we bleached the walls, we cleaned all the bathrooms, the showers, we got to talk to people too some, and just being able to bless them in that way, of just keeping their space clean, keeping that a nice place for them to use, was us being a blessing for them. Hi, I'm Ellie, and on Friday, half of us that were under 16 were cleaning out the ditch. We took out several bushes and a small tree um, because the ditch was needed for the city for the drain, and the church would have been fined $3,000 if we hadn't cleared it out. So, and the other half of us who are over 16 were at City Gate Alliance. Yeah, and at Medical Alliance, what we did, so they take in extra medical supplies, whether that be like medicines or cleaning things and stuff like that. And so we went there and we repackaged hand sanitizer and baby wipes so they could be sent out throughout the country and other countries for people and locations who just don't really have access to this. Yeah, and the, the, the splitting up was because um, working in a warehouse, and you'll see some pictures in a minute, um, they had a 16 and older requirement. Uh, and so only uh, some of our, our kids were able to go do that, and the others stayed in the sun um, and dealt with blackberry bushes and a small tree. Um, yeah, yeah, so good, good job. Um, any, anything else? At the beginning of the week, we got these um, uh, pamphlets, right? And um, they, um, I've had these pamphlets before, and they've just from camps and other trips and things like that. And they've, in the past, they've seemed kind of shallow and stuff like that. But it was, um, they took a Bible passage. We wrote down a reflection and thoughts, and it was, it was really good. Like strengthening at the beginning of the day to be contemplating that and remembering that so you could go out and be stronger and more faithful. Yeah, the, uh, what, what Nate is referring to um, was uh, our, our group chose a key verse, you'll, you'll see it on the back of our shirts, um, that kind of served as the foundation for the morning devotions, um, as a launching pad for it. Um, but the verse is First uh, Peter chapter 4, Verses 8 through 11. I'm going to read that, and then I'm going to ask you guys one more question, okay? It says this. Above all, love each other deeply, because love covers over a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. So we went on this trip, blessed, being a blessing. Um, but we're off the trip. It's been over a month now. Um, and some of the goal of a trip like this isn't just to have once you know, in a year, in a summer where we go do good things, but rather that it serves as a catalyst for what life is 
supposed to continue to be, how we're going to continue to grow. So my last question for you guys is, um, with, with everything that you've experienced, how, how do you see this moving you or, or even us forward um, as we continue to grow in the way that we are blessed and the way that we are a blessing to others? Where do we go from here? Um, I think, like, moving from and, like, being back from the trip, it's a lot harder to, like, not do your devotions every day or to just, like, I don't know, pray, I guess. <laughs> like, when you're on a trip that's dedicated to helping out people and, like, just praising God and spreading his word, it's pretty easy to just be like, oh, hey, let's let's go pray together, or, you know, let me do my, let, let me take 30 minutes to go do this devotion, um, but, you know, coming back, you're, you got life, <laughs> like, you got school, you have so many things that could happen, like, with friends, or just family, there's so many things that can get in the way of doing devotions, or praying, or just anything really in general with that, um, and I think that it m might be a little bit easier now for me personally um, that I have spent almost an entire week doing that and then getting in that habit of doing it. Um, but it still is, you know, like, it's too early or, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, there's these things that get in the way and it's pretty much easy to just ignore it. You know, it's easy to be like, I'll do it later. But in general, you, like, if you want to spread the word of God, it should come naturally, but I also think that you should try to do those devotions or try to pray or however you talk to God. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be praying, but it's important to do it so you still feel connected, but, I mean, I don't do it every day, so it's not like the end of the world, you know. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's it's something that can help, definitely. And coming back in a month, you know, it, it's been hard to continue to do it every day. I still don't do it every day, but I try to at least once a week. <laughs> um, because, you know, I had summer school, um, and I had, you know, like, stuff happened with family and friends and just in general life, I guess. And it's it's not the end of the world to not do a devotion, but it's important to do one, I think. Yeah, even if you're doing it just, just once like that, um, I've often told kids, um, don't, don't try to tackle, like, I'm going to read the Bible in a month. Um, I'm going to have 30 minutes of devotion time every single day. Like, no, just, like, don't set yourself up for failure. Plan to just get it done once, succeed, and then you can build off of that. So that's that's fantastic. Thank you for sharing, Cassidy. Anybody, anybody else? So while we were staying at Engage, like every single time we went out the door, I noticed the sign that they had hanging above it. And it was just this big wooden sign with big letters that said, this is your mission field. And that has really stuck with me because, yes, we went on deputation, we went on this trip, and we served people. But it's not just a, oh, we have to go somewhere to do it. We can, I can go down the street, I can go to CBC where I'm do doing school, and I can just help in a food pantry. I can help people here. It's not a, you have to go somewhere specific to serve. You can help 
everywhere. Everywhere is your mission field to help people. Amen to that. Hopefully we come here to be blessed together so that we can head out into a mission field, right? Everywhere, what you said, everywhere out there is is the mission field. And these kids, um, through all the partnerships that we did, um, one specifically um, really surfaced and connected with us. Uh, and we have said going forward, um, we don't want to just have helped them once. We want to continue to help. And so um, we, we talked, and uh, this group is deciding to kind of adopt the Kent Hope Women and Children's Shelter as a um, organization that we as a youth group can continue to partner with, um, do fundraisers for, uh, and serve because we don't want to just leave it as once in the past, but to continue to do it. And then they said, but we also want to do something local in our own community. And so uh, they, we have identified U Medical as something that we want to um, continue to partner with, with the church to say, you know, let's, let's get behind and let's make a difference. So, um, Thank you guys for, for sharing, for what you did, and for what we're, um, God is going to continue to do in and, and through us.